You're with Cape Talk. Another announcement, part of the budget, which <laughs> which meant that I got an instruction to my producers to, for the 9,364th time, me to talk to Duncan McLeod, editor of Tech Central, about the analog switch-off and the completion of digital migration. Do we believe it this time, Duncan? Good afternoon. Afternoon, John. Yeah, we really do need to find something else to talk about. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, there's a very real chance. I think it was going to go back to the Constitutional Court, uh, which mandated her in its judgment last year in favor of ETV, told the minister that she had to consult adequately with the industry before she could declare an analog switch-off date. Uh, She's pushing ahead now for the 31st of March this year as the analog switch-off date. Uh, She says she has consulted adequately with the industry as required by the Constitutional Court. Um, But there are all sorts of questions about this. The SABC hasn't had a board since last October. So who at the SABC, um, you know, which is uh, crucial, integral to this analog switch-off, has she consulted with? And secondly, I understand that ETV, which brought the original case against the minister, feels it hasn't been adequately consulted, so may in fact be returning to court. Uh, has the, the the other stuff, so take it, take it outside of the court and take it into the arena of those people that need set-top boxes to continue yeah. being able to watch television. Has everybody who might want one been given a decent opportunity to get one and that part of things? I think, I think it's fair to say that, um, that uh, you know, that... Um, the, the number of set-top boxes that have been sitting in warehouses all this time are being distributed in the interim. Um, whether it's adequate or not, um, I guess you'd need to speak to the broadcasters. But um, uh, certainly, I think um, that, that process has been ongoing and, and set-top boxes have been installed. There may still be a lot of uh, households out there that, uh, that haven't gone through this process or registered for a set-top box, either because they don't know about it, or the, you know, the South African view, or let's just wait for the last moment and see what happens. Um, it's probably a combination of, of the two. Um, but she does seem to have done quite a lot of work in, in terms of um, getting the government subsidised set-top boxes into poorer households. But it's nowhere near the sort of numbers they were talking about when this process started all those years ago. I think they were talking, I stand to be corrected, but I think they were talking around 5 million or 5.2 million set-top boxes back then. I think the number we're seeing being delivered into households is actually um, probably less than a million. So it's uh, it's quite a reduction from what we've seen previously. But of course, in that intervening period, a lot of people have moved to satellite, either moved to um, pay TV through multi-choice or similar, uh, or signed up with OpenView, which is part of eMedia, which also owns eTV, of course. And MTN has done a big um, disbursement campaign. So you see in informal settlements, you'll see a lot of um, shacks with with satellite dishes, with MTN branding on them. And so, you know, that sort of thing has been happening. And there comes a point at which surely you 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 have to be able to get away with saying people have had all the information they yeah. need. Anybody who now hasn't taken steps to get themselves ready for the analog switch off, it's their own fault. Yeah, I pretend to agree with that. Uh, I think the, the real issues around the consultation with the broadcasters and about the best way of um, actually achieving analog switch off without having a huge negative impact on particularly the free-to-air broadcasters. I 
I know the SABC is concerned that, and it won't criticise the minister publicly, by the way, but it's privately you speak to people at the SABC and they, they express real concern that once the um, four remaining provinces that haven't been switched off are switched off, that it could have a big impact on their viewership numbers and as a result uh, on their revenues. And we know the SABC is in a fairly precarious position as it is. Um, would a big, sh- a sharp reduction in its viewership figures as a result of analog switch off uh, push the SABC into into a into a difficult position again, where possibly it needs to return to government for some sort of bailout. Uh, I think that's um, a situation we'd all want to avoid. Um, but yeah, so the, the you know the question again is: Has there been enough consultation with the SABC, especially given that there is no board, and the minister's interface to the with the SABC is through the board? So it does raise some interesting questions about whether. Um, whether uh, if, if this matter does go back to court, if ETP does take it back to the Constitutional Court, whether it will um, once again side with ETP in this matter. The original switch-off date was due to be the 1st of November 2011, so that is yeah. 11 and a half years ago. And yes. in, in that time, has stuff happened that makes the, the dividend of having the spectrum available for other uses. Has that declined or is it still no. as important? No, it's still absolutely critical. In fact, it's probably more important now that this uh, spectrum is allocated. There has been some relief uh, because um, we all know that uh, ICASA went through, uh, the communications regulator, ICASA went through a um, spectrum auction, very delayed spectrum auction last year and allocated a lot of spectrum, um, not only in the TV bands, but in other bands as well. So there is some pressure that's been taken off the telcos in the interim, but they still absolutely do need access to to the TV bands, the so-called digital dividend bands. We're talking about the 800 and 700 megahertz frequency bands here, which have traditionally used, been used by broadcasters. And they've been allocated worldwide for deployments, typically for 4G and 5G networks. And if we don't get the broadcasters out of that spectrum, the telcos are not going to be able to use it. And absolutely, there is a there is a, 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 a negative impact on South Africa in that these these radio frequencies um, these radio frequencies are particularly well suited for delivering broadband in rural areas and doing so more affordably than it's possible with higher frequencies. So it's very important, and um, it's an important step in. In, in, in bridging the so-called digital divide in South Africa and without allocating the spectrum, uh, prices will stay higher for longer and it's actually the poor who are going to suffer. Thanks, Duncan. I make a public commitment that the next time I talk to you on the radio, it won't be about digital migration and the analog switch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go Thanks, even Tom. further. Next three times I talk to you, it won't, <laughs> it won't be about that. Duncan McLeod, editor of Tech Central.